0: Good morning. Welcome to 15 Minutes of Saying. I'm your host, Nicole. Today, I want to talk about disappointment. It's going to be kind of a a meaty topic to noodle through, discuss, you know, on social media, discuss with your friends, your family. But, you know, people who go through life uh, disappointed at whatever it is, the outcome, the gift they got, the grade they got, the life they're living. Have you ever asked yourself why and is it you? I know that we re- usually struggle with accepting our actions, uh, being the cause of what we end up with, you know, but, uh, when we're go- constantly disappointed in what we have, the person we're with, The life we're leading, the job we have, the money we make, the resources available to us. Are we the person who's wrong? Are we the person who is causing all that? Are we, first of all, you know, looking at the glass as half empty instead of half full? Are we asking more than is reasonable? Are we. Um, you know, and by that, I mean, are you expecting to live in a mansion while working uh, at a job where you make minimum wage? You know, are we so hung up on, uh, the, the labels of things, whether it's, you know, high, high value, high dollar cars or clothes or purses or, you know, extravagant vacations that we can't possibly, you know, we hype it up so much in our head that, it's a disappointment when it happens because we've asked more of that than it can be. Um, you know, if we're constantly going through life disappointed in one thing or another, the one thing that I keep circling back to is, is it us? Is it me? Is it you? Um, what is driving this disappointment in things? And then, you know, what are we doing? If we're the one that is constantly disappointed, what are we doing to get around that, get over that instead of using that disappointment as, um, you know, a brick wall that we just can't get past? What are we doing to get over it? Are we throwing a rope and climbing it? Are we knocking it down and busting through it? Or are we going around it and, you know, finding another way to achieve our goal or are we just a victim of our own creation? You know, we've, we've set ourselves up for disappointment. We've asked for more than, you know, what can happen, uh, what people can do, what they can afford, uh, what they're capable of thinking. You know, some people are just not out of the box thinkers. And, you know, because of that, they really aren't, you know, usually that they're not creative in that way. They're not, Uh, So determined to achieve something that they are willing to figure out a way to make it happen. But then there are people who are. And A, the first thing is, thank goodness that we're all not the exact same. Because I will tell you, can you imagine a whole world of Nicole's? I shudder to think myself, and I know the rest of the world shudders. But, you know, so thank goodness we're not all the same, that we don't all have, you know, the same uh wants, needs, desires, etc. Because again, if you're going through life disappointment, disappointed, the whole world is disappointed. And that's just an awful way to live. But you have to ask yourself, is it you? Are you the one that's causing that disappointment? Are you the one who is got a champagne taste with a water budget? Are you the one who has you know, work this all up in your head that this is going to be so fantastic. And then whatever happens is such a letdown because you played it up so much in your head that you're disappointed in it. Um, and I'm, you know, reminded of years ago, our daughter was, I don't know, 10 maybe. And, uh, Hannah Montana was the biggest thing. Uh, you know, Miley Cyrus was Hannah Montana and she, Hannah Montana had a concert And so her dad and I thought, well, we'll take Emily to her first concert and let her bring some friends. And so that was her big Christmas gift one year was four tickets to see, well, five really, five tickets to see Hannah Montana, one for myself or my husband and the other for her and three friends. And so we had bought these tickets thinking she was going to, jump for joy and scream for joy and all of the things we had really played it up in our head thinking, you know, it was going to be like one of those things you see in a movie where they're just over the top with their reaction of excitement and, you know, gratefulness and happiness and love and joy and all the things. And she looked at us and said, Oh, Hannah Montana tickets. Thank you. That was the end of it. Like her face didn't change. Her actions didn't change. It was so flabbergasting that her dad actually said, do you know what those are? Thinking, there's absolutely no way she knows what she's holding in her hand if that's her reaction. And she said, yeah, they're Hannah Montana concert tickets. And he said, yeah, they are. Like, do you understand what you have? And she's like, thank you. And it was not because she didn't appreciate them or wasn't excited about them, but, you know, they just were concert tickets for her. Um, you know, she is usually at that point, she was more excited over, you know, something that a family member had given her or, you know, the fact that her dad was taking her out on an ice cream date or whatever. So we had this all worked up in our head that she was going to react in such a way that we were going to be filled with joy for what we had accomplished for her and boy, was it a disappointment, but it wasn't her fault. It was our fault because we had worked ourselves up that this was how she was going to react, predetermining how she was going to respond to something without giving her a chance to authentically respond. And she was very polite and, you know, she said, thank you a couple of times and, you She enjoyed the concert and she took a couple friends with her and they got shirts and they had a good time and they sang along and, you know, they were laughing and talking on the way to and from. And so all of the right things happened, but her response did not mirror what we had worked up in our head. And so, you know, the question is. Did she respond wrong or did we set her up for failure? And I think given that a number one, you know, that kind of over the top reaction is just not in her. She really doesn't have that for anything, but also, um, you know, we had, we were so certain that this was going to be how it was that I'm not even sure, you know, we were reasonable in our own expectations. So when, She didn't do what we had worked up in our head she was going to do. Surely we were like, this is, this is wrong. Something's not right about this. And we were disappointed, but we did that to ourselves. We didn't even give her a chance to respond and, and, you know, take it for what it was, um, or gifts, you know, as an, another example, you know, if you have it in your head That someone is going to give you this one particular something fantastic gift, but they opt to give you something else and you're disappointed. Whose fault is that? It's definitely yours because you should just be thankful for whatever you got instead of working this all up in your head or how, you know, a proposal is going to go or how a reunion is going to go. Um, I am the worst the absolute worst when it comes to, I have, uh, planned in my head how, uh, an event, a party, a get together is going to go. And I am total type A. I've got it down to the minute. I mean, you know, I am right on schedule with everything. And I have not only planned how the event's going to go, but I've planned how my day is going to go. And I will tell you right now, I am always disappointed. I'm, you know, first of all, I'm usually disappointed because nobody is ever on time, ever, nobody. It is so annoying, but also because they're not on time, the day, the event does not go right. And then by that point, my attitude is suck and win because, you know, things are not going according to how I deem them to be. to to go. And then because all that went to crap, then the rest of the day goes to crap. So then I'm upset about all that. But who's at fault for that? Again, I know what I'm dealing with. So have I asked more from them than they're capable of? Have I, you know, set myself up for disappointment by, you know, trying to control the situation so much that I, you know, can do all the things. Uh, I think it, you know, yes, first of all, yes, people do need to be on time. It is just beyond rude when people are not on time. It annoys me to no end. But that aside, you know, working it up in my head, how it's going to go is definitely my fault because I have not allowed people to react authentically, to act organically towards whatever. And because I've got this all worked up in my head, um, you know, I, I think that that disappointment is something I have to own myself 100%. That is not a shared disappointment, um, because, you know, they reacted differently than I thought they would, or they behaved differently than I thought they would, because who am I to say how somebody should react or should behave, um, other than, you know, what is polite and, you know, um, you know, with grace and that kind of thing. But when you are constantly the one disappointed in life, you have to ask yourself, is it you? Are you the one? Have you caused this? And if it is you, and you're the one who's disappointed, what are you doing to fix that? What are you doing to correct your expectations and your behaviors so that you're not the one leading the charge on your own disappointment? Uh, you know, everybody has to come up with their own solution, what works for them. You know, what I've been trying to do is I just don't plan events anymore. Uh, so if they happen, they happen. If they don't, they don't. And that lessens my disappointment in the fact that people don't do things the way I envisioned it to go in my head. And my husband, he's, you know, he's wicked smart. I tell you guys that man, he's very intuitive. And he, he actually was the one who pointed that out to me, uh, you know, several months ago, he says, you have in your head how something is going to go or how something should go And you've planned it down to the nanosecond and I know he is right because that is so me. And he says, and when the first thing happens that doesn't go according to plan, you know, of course it causes everything else to ripple to not go according to plan because again, this is, you know, a domino effect. And so you're disappointed because of everything That didn't happen the way you thought it should happen because of one thing. And you know that he's right. I mean, it's there's no two ways around it. So either I need to not have predetermined expectations, or B, I need to remove myself from that equation, or C, I need to let people be them and either. I accept them as they are and I'm willing to be around them or I accept them as they are, but I don't really want to spend any time with them. They're not healthy for me. And you know, that is people, you know, that's family, that's, you know, uh, sports or whatever, you know, if it does not, um, bring you joy, if it does not, you know, bring out the best in you. If constant disappointment is the result of that interaction, if you're the one who's at fault, remove yourself from that equation. Uh, If you're the one who is contributing to that, you know, my mother always says you're part of the problem or part of the solution. And in this case, if you're the one who's always disappointed and it's always you, the common denominator is you remove yourself from the situation. Uh, so that's just something for us to noodle, think about as you're going through the week. And, uh, if you have any ideas, hit us up at 15 minutes, the same, we'd love to talk with you. Join us on social media discussion. In the meantime, make today so awesome that tomorrow gets jealous. Have a good one, everybody.